Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, this is the Good Life TGL promotes a commitment to a lifestyle of resourcefulness. This is a movement, everybody, and we are so glad that you're joining us. We are all about celebrating the innovators, the risk takers, the movers, the shakers, the go getters, those who go open other doors, and those who find a way to make it all happen. We call them our do gooders, and that's you, our listening audience, of course. This is Shay. Just want to give a shout out to everybody listening. Happy New Year. My co host, Ariaga, is out handling big things. She's, she'll be back with us next week. But before we get started. We want to hear all about everyone's new year and how they rang it in and started off 2016 on a good and positive note. But before we do anything, we always want to take the time out to thank our supporters, our community, and family for their positive energy and tangible support to the vision. We never take it lightly, the power to influence, the power to inspire, and of course, empower. And as always, listen, do-gooders, as you receive, you got to pay it forward. So do-gooders, our lines are open. You can call in right now. Our lines are open. Call in. Share with us the new year, new plans, 347-838-8917. That number, again, is 347-838-8917. So I guess I'll share with you all um, my New Year's Eve. I spent it snuggled up in the, underneath the covers because I was very tired. I had a long day, but um, I, I did spend some time with um, close friends and family before midnight um, on the 31st and just had a really good time just sharing with uh, with people that I love and um, wishing them well and, and just really, really getting excited about what's to come in the next few months. And um, I'm looking forward to this year. This year has started out on a great note. Last year ended on a, on a positive note, and um, there are some things that are happening in my life that I'm really, really excited about that, you know, as, as things develop, do good as I'll be sharing some information with you all about things that I'm working on and things that are happening in my life. Um, I'm really excited. So I have a caller, and hopefully they are getting ready to talk about celebrating the lessons of the new year and the old year that has just passed and, and looking forward in a positive direction for the new year. So let's get into it. Welcome to The Good Life. Who is this and where are you calling from? Welcome to The Good Life. Hello. Hello. If you are... Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Welcome to the Good Life. Who are you? Where are you calling from? Uh, this is Reverend Shannon, and I'm calling from Brooklyn. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, happy New Year to you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm so glad to be online with you and uh, talking about the New Year. And so. Um, if you would like, I would share what I did to bring in the new year. 
I would love for you to share. Well, um, I brought the new year in service uh, at the St. Paul Community Baptist Church. I'll watch night service, and I might say that it was uh, an absolutely uh, powerful service. Um, we celebrated the close of 2015 and uh, ushered in 2016 uh, with just heartfelt excitement, looking forward to um, what this year holds, and um, just really excited about the promise of this year, uh, looking back at 2015 and recognizing that, you know, uh, there were some things that happened, you know, um, in the black community that uh, could have left you know, a bad taste in our mouths, you know, based upon some of the things that we experienced throughout the year as a community as a whole. But we closed the year out very encouraged, and we were encouraged to take another look uh, through, you know, our spiritual lenses to not be so overwhelmed by the events of 2015, but to hold fast to the promise of 2016 because it is a new year, new opportunity. So uh, I'm really excited and uh the night ended well, the new year was ushered in well, and I'm just looking forward and excited to what 2016 has to offer. That is awesome. And you mentioned, um, you know, not being overwhelmed by things that might have happened in um, the previous year. So what are some, for you personally, what are some of the lessons that you um, are applying to, you know, the, these first few days of the new year, hopefully for the rest of the year to come? Um, well, just looking back at 2015 and uh, understanding that life happens on so many different levels, and the goal is to take away from every experience a lesson. And if we could look at the lessons that uh, we uh, have taken away from the experiences, then there's no regret. Uh, there's absolutely no regret because every aspect of life is a learning opportunity, and that's how, you know, I'm going forward in 2016 to look back and to recognize that if there was something that I wanted to complete that I didn't get a chance to complete, it just now helps me to know what I have to focus on more in this year. So I don't look back at it as regret. I just look forward to recognizing that this is something that uh, I need to focus on. And while I was thinking about that, I was uh, reminded some years ago I was working with a group of young men at a community center in Brownsville, and I came across this young man. He was 16 years of age, and uh, he said something that has never left me. He said, you know, I live my life with no regrets. And we said, you know, uh, you're just 16. Uh, how have you come to that conclusion? He says, you know, I've learned to never regret because I recognize that whatever it was that I was doing or not doing at that particular time, it was something that I wanted. So why regret? Mm. And for him to be able to, to have that kind of insight at 16 and to leave that kind of impact on my life, uh, I figured that that would be something that I could share whenever I get the opportunity to share because you recognize that no matter what it is, at some point, it was something that you wanted. So if it was something that you wanted, why regret it? And if it did not, and whatever it was, if it was not complete for you, then the goal is to take the lessons from it and to complete it as the opportunity presents itself. Because as long as you're living and breathing, you have an opportunity to finish unfinished business. You have an opportunity to complete things that are incomplete. So there's no regret. You know, I've learned in life that they're not winners and losers. They're winners and learners. Because mm. everything that you do in life, there's a lesson in it. And if you don't win, at least you learn. And you learn how to not just do better, but you also learn how to be better. Because too many right. people go through life not being better, not trying to be better, but, but making a commitment to stay bitter. Bitterness mm -hmm. doesn't help you. Bitterness doesn't help you to evolve. And so every day you can take the opportunity to get better, to be better, and to do better. So those are Definitely. some of the things that I'm looking at for 2016. How can I do better? How can I be better? How can I get better at what I do? And what are the lessons that I take away from the things 
that I did not complete or the things that were unfinished in any uh in the previous year. Definitely, definitely. And and I agree with you. There needs to be um a certain amount of intentionality that you um have when you approach certain situations in your life. I think a lot of times what happens is that we um sometimes will set a goal and if we don't achieve that goal we kind of just continue to um, move about without even resetting that goal or resetting, you know, the frame and the lens in which we are trying to achieve it. And, you know, say, for instance, most everyone will say, you know, I want to lose five pounds. And so if you don't lose the five pounds, it's like, okay, well, what else can you do instead of just focusing on the five pounds? Maybe it's just walking more. And I think, you know, you know, kind of going along with what you said about being intentional, I think instead of just setting all of these goals that we may not attain by a certain amount of time, just being intentional with our words and with our actions is something that we all need to um, work on, especially moving into a new year, because then it becomes a habit and it's not something that you always have to recalibrate. Right, right. Um, I love the word intentional um, mm-hmm. because when you are intentional about achieving whatever, um, it gives you that lens in which you are to focus. You know, um, being intentional means that there's something that I have to pay attention to. There's something mm-hmm. that I really need to focus on. And I'm going to give it. So as you are intentional about focusing on one thing, then you also alleviate the things that that can distract you. And the interesting thing is that when you are intentional about accomplishing goal, you know, say, for instance, um, like you use the example of wanting to lose weight. Well, I have to be intentional on how do I accomplish, you know, this goal about uh, losing weight. Well, maybe I have to stop. Uh, eating certain things, of course, that's one thing. But like you said, maybe I just need to walk a little more. So if I'm intentional about it, then if I drive daily, then what I'm going to do to be intentional about this process is maybe I'll park two or three blocks away from my destination so to give me an opportunity to walk a little more. I think what happens is sometimes we're too hard on ourselves. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I I think we're too and and when you're too hard on yourself, you end up taking yourself too seriously. And I think, you know, when you're able to laugh at yourself, it makes accomplishing the things that you're looking to accomplish so much more easier because, you know, it's really not that serious. Okay, so today I said I wasn't going to eat or drink this, but I did. So you know what? Let me fix it tomorrow. And being intentional about it means that I'm going to be able to do it because, that's my intention. You know, it's, right. it's, it's what I'm really looking to do, and it's really for myself. I think, you know, it's very important for people to recognize that it's okay for you to take care of you. Mm-hmm. We spend so much time doing for others, and every now and then it's just okay to take care of you. So I, this revelation came to me at one point in 2015, um, because in the line of work that I that, that I do, um, it's always about tending to and caring for other people. But one day, I had this revelation, and, and it came to me just as simple as this. It simply said, in order for you to say yes to yourself, there's some things and some people you have to say no to. That's right. That's right. And, and That's I had to be intentional true. about that. That's definitely true, yeah. So, would you say that that would be your your main lesson for for moving into this year, is to know what it is that you want to say yes to? Oh, without question, to know what it is that I want to say yes to for myself, and and to be clear in my communication that if there's something that I cannot do, or if it's something that I choose not to do so that I can say yes to myself, then that's that's the goal. That's the objective. And awesome. being okay with saying yes to myself. Mm-hmm. 
Awesome. Because even as you awesome. look at your, your, you know, your, your, your station, your program, um, it's in service of other people. So when you are naturally in service of other people, you cannot do what you naturally do. And right. so every now and then, if you say yes to yourself, know that the only reason why I'm saying yes to myself is so that when I get back to what I naturally do, I'm healthier, I'm stronger, I'm wiser. But if I don't take that moment to say yes to myself, then essentially what I do for everyone else is going to wane and the frustration is going to build in and I'm not going to be able to carry out what I feel I need to do. So, yeah. Definitely, definitely. So do-gooders, if you're listening, you know, it's okay to say no, you know, especially when you know that it's – Making having you to compromise, you know, something that you know you need to do for yourself. Um, I, I remember one time I had to um, sing, and I was sick. And I was so fearful of letting down the person who had asked me to come and sing. And I was, when I say sick, I couldn't even keep my eyes open. And I got to the point where, you know, the the whole week I'm just like, okay, well, you know, maybe let me go to bed a little bit earlier and I'll wake up and maybe I'll feel better. And it just was not working. And finally, I had to just, you know, say I can't do it. I can't even move. And I felt really bad, but they said, oh, it's okay. You know, I'll call you for next month. It's fine. And I was so worried that they were going to be upset and that, you know, I was going to disappoint them. And meanwhile, I wasn't getting any better. (laughs) I could barely talk. And, you know, I was just like, oh, you know, I I promised them. But... Sometimes we have to take those those steps in order to take care of ourselves in order to to help someone else, like you said. And you know, sometimes we're so fearful of what that person, what others may think, that we, you know, do more harm to ourselves than than good. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, well, I want to thank, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I want to thank you for sharing. You Thank you you, you set us no problem. You have you have set us up in the right direction. I, as you were talking, I was taking down notes because I am, am starting my um my journey in in my my new journal for 2016. So I'm, I'm writing all of my precepts and, and words to um, inspire and live by. So I'm definitely going to be posting this on our um, Instagram and on our Facebook. And so, Reverend Shane, I want to thank you so much for calling in and, and sharing with us. Is there anything else that you want to say, any other words of inspiration? Well, um, I would just, one, like to say to you and Adiaga in her absence that, you know, I am so extremely proud of uh, you sisters in terms of um, just uh, setting uh, or rather having a vision for yourself and then being patient enough to work until that vision came to full fruition. And I think so many people, so many of your listeners can learn from uh, what you and Ariaga have done in regards to, you know, creating this program And uh, I just encourage you guys to continue to do what you're doing. I pray that the listeners who tune into your show really understand that uh, you guys haven't always been where you are, but it was a journey and it was a process, and you had to fight for what you really believed in, and now look at where you are now. So um, my encouragement to your listeners and also to yourself is to continue to dream big and continue to do the work that's necessary in order to bring those dreams to fruition. Definitely. Well, thank you so much again, and you enjoy the rest of your night, and Happy New Year, Happy New You. (laughs) Thank you. Same to you, love, and uh, look forward to uh, joining you guys in the future on uh, more calls. Definitely, definitely. We're definitely going to have you back because I love your insight. Thank you so much. No problem. Have a great one. All right. You too. 
So, do-gooders, we are continuing the conversation of celebrating the lessons of last year and releasing the fear. And I just wanted to um, just share with you all some things because, you know, those of you who are on social media, you know in the last few weeks we've been inundated with all sorts of inspirational messages and um, people posting. And, I mean, I think it's just a really good way for us to constantly keep um, inspiration and positivity in front of our faces. I know a lot of times um, social media can um, be a little bit daunting because of some of the negativity that goes on. But when you do see those glimpses of positivity, um, it, it is really refreshing. And I try to, you know, follow and, and um, repost things that I've seen that are really positive and inspiring um, because you, you definitely want to um, put out what you want to receive. And um, I saw a post uh, a few weeks ago, um, before before the new year, and it was eight things to give up. Um, and, and this is not just for the new year. I think this is just as, you know, a lifestyle change, um, you know, overall. And the first thing was doubting yourself. And, and you know, as you, if you've listened to The Good Life um, for some time, Adiaga and I have been talking about, you know, that, that self-doubt, that, um, you know, self-depreciating comments, those things that we, you know, play in our heads, whether it's something that someone has said to us or even just something that we've thought about ourselves and doubting whether or not you can be successful. And whatever it is that it, that you are attempting to do or thinking about doing, um, always think to ask um, how you will look on the other side of the, the that goal as successful as you can possibly be. And, and know that it may not be as a large of a scale or as grand a scale as other people, but your success is what is intended for you, and you are destined to be successful um, no matter what it is that you want to do, whether it's, you know, um, learning how to drive, losing weight, going to school, you know, having a family, all of those things. And, and sometimes because we look at ourselves and we compare ourselves to others, um, we feel like, you know, we're either too young or too old, too skinny, too fat, and all of those things, and we feel like those are things that are going to hold us back. So the first thing was doubting yourself. You have to give that up. Number two um, was negative thinking, and I think those two play hand in hand because sometimes you can constantly say that you can't, and then what ends up happening, the more that you say you can't, is the more the reasons of why you supposedly can't do a thing um, starts to, you know, creep into your mind. You start saying negative things about yourself, about you're not smart enough, you're not pretty enough, you're not, you know, wealthy enough, you don't have enough money to do these things. And, um, if you if you feel that way, then you'll never achieve anything. And then the third thing is something that um, I know that I have on the show talked about a lot. Um, it's feel, fear of failure. And sometimes that can be just as crippling as doubting yourself because you you may have full intentions on starting a task and you'll get halfway there and you start feeling good and you're like, okay, okay, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. And then all of a sudden, one day you might wake up and you'll say, oh my gosh, well, what if I don't actually finish this? What if this doesn't work? What if this you know, what if someone doesn't like it? You know, um, Ariaga and I were talking about, you know, a book that I've been working on for a while. And I, I've said, you know, what if I, I, I send it to the publishers and they don't like it? And Ariaga, you know, she kicked me in the seat of my pants and said, listen, what if they like it? You know, what if they like it? You know, you never know until you actually put yourself out there. And so what if they don't like it? Hopefully if they if they say that, you know, it's not what they want, perhaps someone would be able to say, what about your book is not, you know, um, appealing? And so that you can go back and change it. But if you never even step your foot out there and take that first step, you'll never know if you'll succeed or if you fail. You know, failure, in my opinion, um, 
and I'm, I'm talking a lot to myself, is when you don't even try, um, you, you're not even putting yourself out there to even see what the end is going to be. And criticizing others is number four. Now, this is something that um, I think we are all guilty of. And, you know, as I said on social media, a lot of times you see, you know, that kind of critique and everybody is a is a critic and everybody is a, is an expert and everybody wants to share their opinion about the so the way someone looks or the way someone dresses or the way someone speaks and sometimes that can, you know, prevent you from stepping out because you're constantly thinking that someone's going to measure you the way that you've been measuring others. So, you know, cutting out that critique and that constant um, negative comments about other people because you you feel like, you know, listen, they might be talking about me. Number five was negative self-talk, and it ties back in with number one and number two, um, you know, criticizing yourself, saying, you know, why would I do something like that? That was dumb. I'm stupid. And then number six, procrastination. Well, to have it, putting things off for tomorrow, what we could do today, not setting a goal, not setting a realistic goal. You know, Reverend Shannon talked about that, about not setting, you know, um, a goal that we can actually attain, setting setting the bar so high that you can't even achieve it, and then you just end up giving up. Um Procrastination, starting to, you know, I've I've already started looking at my calendar and writing little notes to myself like, okay, I need to finish this by two days from now, you know, and, and two days from now I'm going to check it and make sure that it, um, I have it done or at least if not, if, if it's not fully completed, I want to at least be partway done. Um, you know, as a dean at my school, I do a lot of organization of school events, and so it takes a lot of planning, and one of the things that I've started to do is I've started to set a timeline of, you know, making phone calls and checking off my list of, of, you know, things that I've accomplished for some of the events that we're getting ready to host in the next few weeks. Because if you wait until the last minute, you know, you're not going to be able to get that speaker to come into the school or or be able to get, you know, those prizes or raffle tickets or th- different things because you've waited until the last minute. And the same thing goes for just various things in your life. Start setting small goals. Okay, so I'm going to call the doctor by next week. I'm going to go to the appointment, and then I'm going to actually fill the prescriptions if the doctor gives me some and, you know, start taking the medication. Stop putting it off, you know, um, looking at what are the things that I want to do and what are the steps that I need to take, the small steps, those little things that I can do in order to achieve that goal. Then the opposite of the fear of failure is number seven, which is the fear of success. And I can say I've been on both sides of that coin. The fear of success is what if I'm successful and now I have all of this pressure, all of these um, expectations that I now have to feel. All of these people are expecting me to, you know, create magic again, and I may not be able to do it again. You know, I may not be able to, you know, be as spectacular at this particular task that I once was. Maybe I feel like this is a fluke, you know, <laughs> Maybe, you know, I I remember um, having a conversation with a friend of mine, and he's a musician, and he said, you know, sometimes I feel like someone's going to, you know, say that I'm a fraud, that I didn't, you know, write that song, or that I didn't, you know, play that music, and I might actually feel that way. Like, did I? Am I that good? And you want to... Envision yourself being successful at whatever it is. You know, success doesn't always mean a lot of money. It doesn't mean, you know, driving a fancy car. Success may be, listen, I went back to school, I got my degree, 
and now I'm able to, you know, maneuver myself in my in the industry in which I work a little more flexibly because I have the credentials that I need in order to um, you know, leverage and say I'm I'm worthy of that promotion or I'm worthy of that that position. Or even just saying, you know what, like Adiaga stepped out on faith and said, I'm going to quit my job and you know, go into acting full time and, you know, what if I actually can do it? And I and she's done an amazing job in the last, you know, few months uh, and just really, really, and I'm so proud of her, of, of what she's been able to accomplish. I'm going to get back into the last one, but we have a caller, and I can't wait to hear who it is and what they are celebrating and what they're releasing. So do gooder. You are on the air. Welcome to The Good Life. Who are you and where are you calling from? Welcome to The Good Life. Who are you and where are you calling from? Welcome to The Good Life. Hello, caller. Oh, I just called to listen to the show. Oh, you did? I'm so sorry. No problem. Well, while I have you on the phone, um, who are you and where are you calling from? Oh, my name is Sandra. I'm calling from New Jersey. Awesome, awesome. Are, have you been um, setting some goals um, for the new year? No, I'm just letting life flow. Okay, okay. Well, are there some lessons that you're taking into, um, you know, your letting life flow? Are, are there some things that you've learned in 2015 that you're really excited about implementing this year? Well, um, I think I learned more about myself. I learned to speak less and listen more. So it's going to be my goal for the year 2016, just to continue that so I could take more things in. That's that's definitely a great goal. Um, It's a lot of times we – we feel like we're, you know, the the master of, of a lot of things. And, and sometimes, like you said, when you listen more, you're able to, you know, navigate conversations and, and really receive some information that can help you along the way. So that's a great lesson. Well, I thank you for, for listening in, and I'm going to put you back on so we, we can get back into the last thing to give up. And so the the last the last thing um that we have to give up for the new year and um Reverend Shannon mentioned it um in when in his call is people pleasing. And we we talked about, you know, saying yes to ourselves and and definitely, you know, figuring out what are the things that I need to do in order to be you know, 100% for the things that I want to do. And um, sometimes we can't please everyone. We can't always be everywhere at the same time. We can't um, we can't satisfy everyone's needs, especially when we're when we're not taking care of our own, when we're not listening to our bodies, when we're not eating right, when we're not getting adequate rest, when we're not um, really feeding ourselves emotionally and spiritually and mentally, when we're not taking that time out to really get to know who we are and and how we need to, you know, position ourselves in order to be successful. You know, a lot of times we're constantly saying, well, what what would somebody think? What does so-and-so think about, you know, me or or what I'm doing or whether or not, you know, I love them or they love me? And sometimes it's, it's how much do you love yourself? How much are you caring about yourself? How much are you caring about your own needs before you're, you know, reaching out and taking care of others' needs? And so those are the eight things that I saw um, that we have to give up. And I would um, repost and post, and if you want to send it to a friend, we're going to put it on our Instagram and our Facebook page and um, just really share that out so that we all can can be our best selves in 2016 and beyond because it's not just one year that we, you know, want to be great, but we want to set ourselves up for constant 
evolution and constant um, change and constant um, self-love and and positivity and um, identifying what it is that you want to receive, I think, is is a way that um, moving into this new year that's really really important, um, and, and it's what you give out because I've I've you know always heard people say you know you have to give in order to receive, and I've been really thinking about some of the things that I've been holding on to um, in my life and um, being intentional about the things that I'm holding on to and the things that I'm I'm going to release and unravel and allow to let go. And uh, one of my coworkers who is just amazing, she's an amazing um, English language arts teacher, um, shared with me um, this blogger that she's been following for a few years now, and her name is Susanna Conway. Those of you who want to go on her blog is Susanna, S-U-S-A-N-N-A-H, Conway, C-O-N-W-A-Y.com. And she posted a couple of weeks ago um, an annual um, project that she has at the end of each year, and it's called Unraveling the Year Ahead, and I haven't started mine. I printed out my sheets, and it's a workbook, and just going through the workbook, I've gotten really, really excited about taking the time out and really diving into this. And it's it's an, an intentional uh, workbook. It's not something that you, you know, quickly fill out. Um, it's something that you can do either in a day or over the course of a few days. But in her instructions, she really tells you to set aside time to really search inwardly and and really work in this workbook. And there's um, coloring pages for you to really kind of relax and, and envision, you know, what it is that you want to unravel and let go um, of for for the, the year that has passed and, and what are some things that you're going to look forward to and, and start doing in um, the year to come. And, you know, I'm not going to go through all of the things because it's really, really um, in-depth. And some of these questions, I already know that I'm I'm going to um, be really emotional when I'm reflecting and just looking forward to some things. And um, the first few pages is asking you, what are some things that you embraced in 2015? What are some things that you let go of? What changed for you? What did you discover about yourself? What are you most grateful for? Where did you practice bravery? What surprised you? What made you smile? And then what conclusions did you reach um, in 2015? And it goes into some of the, you know, helping you to really think about, because sometimes the year and the days go by so quickly, you're not really processing some amazing things that that may have happened for you. And um, this this. Workbook takes it helps you to take the time to really sit down and celebrate those accomplishments, celebrate those successes, um, and even face some of those things that you know you might not have achieved or that um, tested your limits in in the year, and really you know not looking down upon yourself, but really saying, okay, that was a challenge. What was it that you know? was challenging about it, and and how did I deal with it, and what were some of the things that I discovered about myself in those challenges, because I think a lot of times we look at things that have challenged us, and we don't look at what are some of the things that I can now walk away from and be stronger and smarter and braver about in those things, and um, so... I want you all, if you can, to go onto her um, 
website is Sarah Con- Susanna Conway dot com and go on to the unraveling and and look at it and if you want to print it out um print it out and and just really dive into it and um let, we'll, you know, we'll share. And if you have any things that you want to, to talk about, you can always email us at goopenotherdoors at hotmail.com and, and share some of the things that you've learned, um, not just in this workbook, but just some of the lessons that you've learned um, throughout 2015 and some of the things that you've released um, in, in preparation for this coming year. I'm really excited about what this year will bring, and um, I hope you are too. So, um, oh, gosh, and then, and then I'm, I'm keep going into this. And then in um, this, this workbook, you have to create a word, like a theme word that you're going to use for um, the year. And that's really exciting because it helps you to kind of create an anthem for yourself um, for what you want to do and, and how you want to present yourself. And, and how you want to position yourself um, for the coming year. And I haven't created my word yet. I'm going through some things that um, I want to be my theme for, for 2016. So I'll definitely um, will come back with you next week and I'll share with you what my my word is for 2016. But even if you don't work on this workbook, um, think about what your anthem may be, what your theme may be for this year, and and how it will apply to all of the different aspects of um, your life and and what it is that you want to accomplish and how that theme is going to support um, your endeavors and and how can it can inspire you and inspire others um, because I think that's what it's all about. That's definitely what the good life is all about. It's about opening doors for yourself and ultimately for others. And um, I'm really excited to hear from all of you, our do-gooders, about what it is that you um, are looking to achieve and to accomplish in in this year. Um, because we're all about doing big things. We are getting ready to celebrate our one-year anniversary on The Good Life, and we're so excited, and we cannot wait to share with you some of the things that we're working on for for year two and how you all can be a part of um, the movement, which is The Good Life, and going and opening other doors um, for yourself and ultimately for others. So um, I also wanted to share, you know, we have been going through all different types of of journeys throughout this year and, and some of them have been um bittersweet and um I've thought about things that I've lost um, whether it was something tangible or something emotional and Sometimes when you when you think about the loss, you 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 mourn it, you know, and you're you're definitely thinking about you know why did um, that situation have to end the way that it did, and um, I, I took some time out, you know, over the course of the weekend, um, especially you know with. New Year's uh, Day being on a, on you know during the weekend and it was definitely warm here in New York, um, and so I took a walk and and just thought about um, a friendship that I had to bury because it wasn't helping myself and it wasn't helping the other person and we weren't um, seeing eye to eye and. Um, there was a part of me that felt a little bit guilty, um, and I had to kind of question and ask myself, what was it about that relationship and the, the the ending of that relationship that was causing me to feel guilty? And I had to really search within myself and, and 
really think about some things that had happened. And I realized that I was feeling guilty because I was made in that relationship to feel as though I owed that person my time and my attention when that wasn't necessarily the case. Um, And when I asked for that same time and attention, I wasn't given it. And it hurt a lot because I felt like, you know, I'm worthy of that. I will make the allowances to do this. So how come this person won't make the allowance for me? And back and forth with that person and just saying, okay, well, you know, I, I don't want to, you know, hurt your feelings. I don't want you to feel as though, you know, I dislike you. I just don't like what you're doing and how you're causing me to feel. And, you know, the breakup of, of this friendship wasn't something that happened immediately. It, it took a while for it to actually Sever and for the relationship to be severed because there was a lot of, you know, I don't want to lose you as a friend. So maybe, you know, we can go to brunch and maybe we can, you know, try to repair it. And then we, you know, would say, okay, well, you know, we're going to be friends again. And, you know, I care about you a lot and we're going to make this work. And then it will work for a couple of weeks and then go back to the same behavior. And I would end up feeling hurt again and feeling guilty and saying, well, maybe I'm not doing the right thing. And we'd keep, you know, going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And then finally I, I just had to say, you know, um, in September, I was really fed up, and I said, I have to let you go because I'm not feeling positive about you as a person anymore because it's not even about your actions anymore. I'm, not, I'm starting to feel negatively about you, and I don't want to look at you and dislike you. I don't dis I, I don't like what you're doing, but I don't feel like you're a bad person, but now I'm starting to dislike you. And I had to stand my ground. And it was very scary because I knew saying that and saying this has to end meant I had to be serious. I had to say what I meant and mean what I say and walk away and not look back. And it definitely was, um, it was a big girl moment. I really had to say, I'm standing my ground. We can't be friends anymore, um, at least not right now, and and not until I'm confident that I will be as respected as I respect you. And right now, you're not showing me that same respect. And I cannot continue to allow someone to mistreat me. And um, it was very emotional. It really was. And I want to encourage all of the do-gooders, if you have a, a moment or something in your life that you feel is not benefiting you, then you definitely have to weigh how important is being that thing or that person, that situation in your life. How important is it and how much does it benefit you in the end? Because if you're feeling anxiety every time you approach that situation or you're around that person or you know, you're you're coming in contact with those feelings and you're feeling unlike yourself, then how is that helping you? How is that helping to create, you know, the lessons and, and the the lack of fear and the the inspiration and the success and the positivity? How is that helping to create that energy? If you're feeling anxious or fearful or upset or sad or disrespected, and at what point 
you have to decide at what point are you going to continue to allow this to happen? And at what point are you going to say, I have to get over this, and part of getting over this is letting you think the situation, this feeling, I have to let it go, and I have to walk away, and I can't look back. I can't continue to pick it back up and, you know, hold on to it. I have to let it go. So, again, do-gooders, if you're just tuning in, this is The Good Life on blogtalkradio.com. And this is Shay Adiaga is um, handling some great, 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 great business. I cannot wait for her to share it with you next week. Um, but we are celebrating a new year, and we're celebrating new ideas, and we're celebrating new attitudes, and we're celebrating new dreams and goals and new relationships and new friends. And um, we're releasing some of the things that might have been holding us back, preventing us from um, looking at life in a positive way, preventing us from being positive, um, and preventing us from creating relationships, um, whether it was intimate or um, even in business that um, are positive. And so, In these last few minutes, um, I want to just encourage you all to, again, if you get a chance, go on to Susanna Conway's blog. Um, It's Susanna with an H, -H S-A-H, Conway, C-O-N-W-A-Y.com, and it's called Unraveling. And it's the Unraveling um, the Year Ahead um, workbook. And, um, again, I can't say it enough. I've printed it out. I've made my binder. I'm super excited to um, take the time over this weekend and really dive into, um, you know, this workbook and really start to reflect on what it is that um, I've learned over the last 12 months of of 2015 and what is it that I'm looking forward to in these next 12 months of 2016. Um, 2015 was a a banner year. There were some ups and there were definitely some downs, but I honestly can admit that there were more ups than downs and that they uh, definitely inspired me to just keep going and keep being positive and, and, turning that positivity into a contagious disease, so to speak, and and really encouraging others. Um, And just reflecting on, you know, how the good life came about and what it was that that Ariaga and I um, set out to do. And we are just so happy that you all have joined us um, in this ride because it's definitely been a ride. And we are so excited to celebrate um, in just a couple of days um, our one-year anniversary. Actually, tomorrow will be our one-year anniversary. So, um, you know, shoot us a a Facebook chat. Just shoot us up on Instagram. Um, Definitely um, send us an email on goopenotherdoors at hotmail.com. Um, and we're we're going to be celebrating all day tomorrow, um, our one year anniversary of the Good Life being live on the air every Wednesday from eight to nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we just love the fact that you all have been with us, um, whether you were with us from the beginning or you just started tuning in. It's never too late to start living the good life, and we're so glad that you all have been with us through the ups and downs and and celebrating the innovators and risk takers um, because that's what life is all about. It's about, you know, being resourceful and looking at um, ways that you can take what might have been a no um, and turning it into a yes or what might have seemed like a failure and turning it into something that, helps to point you in the right direction and to give your life and and help you to understand your life's purpose and what it is that you've definitely been created and placed on this earth to do. And I hope that 
through our show and through um, your encounters with other people that you're able to find that purpose and that you're able to share those lessons with other people because there's a lot of people that are hurting in this world right now, and a lot of times it's because they haven't received those positive words and and those um affirmations of not giving up and and not, you know, throwing in the towel because things have gotten hard. Things are going to get hard, but it's it's what you do um to turn that around and to turn that change and and make that that change happen in your life. And um I just really am so excited for what you, our do-gooders, are going to share with us um, in the next months and days and weeks to come because we are going to be sharing a lot with you all. Um, This show is going to get bigger and better and you know, please let us know if there are any things that you would like for us to explore, topics that you would love for us to talk about. Send us an email. Again, the email address is com. because this year we definitely want to make sure that we are helping as many people um, to live the good life and go open other doors for themselves and for others. So, I'm going to leave you all with this message. Um, I've been doing some some reading and really been um, preparing myself for what it is that I want in in life. And one of my words that I've been kind of wrestling with because, as as I mentioned in the the unraveling um, workbook, you have to create a word um, for your for your theme for the year. And one of those um, words that I've been kind of juggling around and deciding whether or not it's going to be my theme word is capture. And the reason why. I've been wrestling with that word and kind of deciding on whether or not um, I want to use that word. It's because capture is something that when you think about the word, you 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 envision, at least for me, you envision something falling into your hand and you grabbing it and holding on to it or something falling into your arms and you grab and you hold on to it or even if you capture a picture it might not have been what you were looking for, but it was something that you thought was special enough that you needed to take a picture of it or it was something that you needed to see. And this past year um, has been a capturing moment and moments for me. There have been some things that um, I've been captured by and some things that I've put out in the universe for others to capture about me. And um, I like that word because it means that it was something that I felt worthy enough to look at. And I want to ask you all and, and, you know, think about it. What are some things that you felt was worthy enough for you to look at and to hold and to keep um, close to you? And think about how it made you feel and think about how at that moment when you first saw it, you know, what did it say? What did, how did it speak to you? And one of my intentions is to always have that, that moment, that that serendipitous, as, as Adiaga knows, I love to use that word. Um, how is it that you are going to constantly create those moments? So one of my words is capture, and uh, I'll be sharing my other words with you and, and sharing what my final um, <laughs> theme word for 2015 will be. So listen. Determined to be a good do-gooder, ladies and gentlemen. Put that goal in sight and go open other doors for yourself and ultimately for others. Remember, whatever you want in life, you, 
Yes, you can have it. Do-gooders or go-getters. So get up and go get it. Love you guys. See you next week. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.